Waiters, back to Dwayne. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in! It counts! It counts! The Heat win the game! Dwayne Wade won it for Miami. 126 to 125. It just happened. We're going to let the band deal with this. <laughs> Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. Back in the mix. <laughs> what up, nigga? Not a lot. Things have felt better. Things are looking up. The skies are blue. The grass skies is green. Yeah, yeah. You think that how you feel? Feeling a little bit better. Hey, man. I'm having a, a record-breaking uh, cold morning this week for Atlanta, so... Shit, I, 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 a, I think we got like a, a team day coming up soon. A team day? Yeah. Like, you know, like it's going to be like 19 degrees, 18 degrees on like Wednesday. Oh, that? Oh, the cold? Yeah. No, he's not cold? I don't want it to be cold no more. You want to know who's not cold? Who's not cold, man? Team that's on their way to the playoffs. Who's on their way to the playoffs? Timberwolves? <laughs> <laughs> a good one that was a good one I fucking hate your I, guts I, I, I give you that that was a fucking good one. hate your guts that's a good one how do you like that instagram from the other day oh yeah i saw it so late so <laughs> it probably <laughs> me seeing it late probably made it better to be honest because like, i i was like oh shit let me check you know me nigga. i'd be you know i just be in and out, but like I opened this shit up, <laughs> I was like, "Nigga, you opened it up and you knew what it was." Yeah, I already knew what was up. I already knew what was up. So, but yeah, bro, I don't. Come on, man. Um, you know what though? Ever since it happened, I feel like <laughs> the energy like... <laughs> is back. The energy is different. I am talking <laughs> for shit this week. Yo, yo, the energy has been different ever since it happened. Energy's been different. It's hilarious. So. Actually, I'm just waiting for this little 15 minutes of fame to like, kind of like, you know, come and pass, and then we'll, we won't be, and then and then we won't Don't be talking, and then we won't be talking about it again for you know whatever. Next next season on RSPN, we'll be discussing Wade's terrible takes on you know before a game. Do not Paul Pierce like this. Do not. How do <laughs> not? I'm not letting any slander ride. Hey this man, week. listen, listen. I'm just saying, think about it. Think about it, Mark. Think about it. There's Next season. No, no, I think about RSP, shit. No. RSPN three. No. RSP episode three. He gonna come out. He gonna say something fucking delirious and stupid on no, first take or right before a game. Wait, and you know, so we'll no, see. No. But yeah, Shouts Wade, man, that was a hell of a shot, man. The Braves, I still think is weave, but hey, man, do you? I'm not, I'm not judging. So uh, we've had some sources. I won't name the sources because we don't want to put. Uh, I'll put it out. It was Amp. Amp has confirmed. Yeah, it was Amp. <laughs> the source was Amp, Amp. Has confirmed that he more than likely has some yakky in his hair. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. As a former braid uh, connoisseur. He noted that nobody can go from baby afro <laughs> Come on, man. to fishtail braids in a matter of three weeks. Come on, bro. It, it, yeah, it just doesn't. It's not. It's not it, man. But it's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's cool. No, 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 no. I'm not sticking up. I'm not sticking up for him for, for <laughs> this, man. He decided. You're not sticking up for the fishtails. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm just no. Not that's, not, that's, on that's not on wait. He can't. So what if he? Man. What if he came out with that shit? What if he came out with the fetties? He can't come out with the fetties if he want, didn't want to? Fuck no, no. 
He's too old for that shit, man. Man, you got it, man. He's way too old for that shit. You got to go out the way you want to go out. You feel me? You want to go out with fishtail braids? Go out with fishtail braids. You want to go out with the Roddy Rebels? You got to go out with the Roddy Rebels. You want to do fetties? Do fetties. You want to go out and be quiet and so nobody cares that you're leaving? Do that. What if, what if, what if Dwayne Wade comes out next week with the, with the hard and beard? <laughs> if he came out with the uh, with the extendo, the extendo yeah, the extendo beard. beard. Niggas gonna hate, nigga. I'm yes, bro. Let it we, be fresh. Not just not just are we hating, but like we're going to like hate until <laughs> he gone. Like, <laughs> until he's gone, you got a couple of weeks. You got a couple of weeks until that. Yeah, and you have more weeks on top of that because after this like, streak, well, well, no, there's no way you guys got making the playoffs. So let's discuss what has happened within the past week. It it it, it began from last week. Losing to the Phoenix Suns. And that hurt. It hurt. Don't wait, lie. D'Angelo, wait, D'Angelo Russell gave this nigga Wade a jersey? Come on, D'Angelo. You ain't got to do that, bro. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Sir, it should be the opposite. Dwayne Wade gave D'Angelo <laughs> Russell a jersey. D'Angelo no Russell and a fan. Slander is flying this Russell week. And a, period. Russell and a fan. D'Angelo no, Russell and a fan. No. So you start off losing mm-hmm. to the Suns. Mm-hmm. And it's a really bad stretch. Like, I, I have just been on Instagram miserable. I think there was like a 2-9 and nine stretch before they beat the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. On a heroic, memorable shot from Dwayne Wade that you may have heard or may not have heard on my Instagram. He made it! He made it! That led to a good win against Brooklyn on Saturday. They're currently playing the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks that we will have some more discussion on later in the episode because They're hooping. They're hooping. Um, Trey Young, I think I think Trey Young listened to Luka Mania and got a little pissed. But we'll have we'll have more on Trey Young and what he's been doing since the All Star break a little bit later. But yeah, man, I was a little curious, a little worried about playoffs. I'm still worried about playoffs, but things have just felt a whole lot better than they did around when All Star break had just ended. Mm-hmm. And because of that, back in the saddle, back in the mix, I've stamped it, I've deemed it. I really don't even like. I don't. I don't know, man. I just don't see why we're talking about this right now. I'm gonna have some heat fans on your head very soon. Playoffs <laughs> I'm just, is I'm in. Just saying, I'm just saying, man. Playoffs is in like what five weeks? Wait till the <clears> Heat <throat> fans start getting warmed up. They're gonna be in your mentions every. Oh, when the whether the Heat fans are in your mentions during playoffs. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. I better. I better. <laughs> I better be careful. I better be careful about those Heat fans. All right, go fuck around. Oh, oh, I, f- I forgot to mention throughout last week call, uh, they I also call, lost to Houston. I caught they I caught Ampavelli up. Have niggas shut up real quick. Get out my. Six fans. Hey man, Amp, Amp, I heard Amp tied down, man. So I I'm not I'm not really worried about it, man. I cannot confirm or deny that, but I also did mention to forget <laughs> that um, I I just confirmed. Harden almost dropped sixty on Miami. Just went, <sighs> meant to skip over that real quick, but you know, it's a, it's a quick note. It's okay. Skip it over, man. It doesn't matter. I don't know why. Why? Why are we talking? Why are we? Why are we discussing y'all right now, man? So you gotta start off the episode. We gotta start off. We gotta start off episode twenty four hot. I can't believe, but not with the heat. Let's do it with like other stuff that's hot. Instead of discussing twenty four, we discuss number three. That's how we start off episode twenty four, and that's how it should always be. <clears throat> All right, man. Come on, Mark. Well, you know I'm, what? I'm giving. I mean, I, I, hey, I hear you, man. I've been slammed. I have been. I've been I've been thinking the slander, so I'm not mad at you for trying to do this to me. But at the same time, I'm over it. 
Oh, we're out of here, man. You know we're out of here. Leave Wade in the past, man. He's retired. I, next season, I can't wait past. for RSP in season couple three. Weeks. I can't wait for RSP in season three. Get me to season three. I'm campaigning. Hashtag get me to season three. Nah, there is no hashtag. A whole season. <laughs> so that's a your, whole season. That's, that's a whole your season. Solace. Yeah. A whole, that's a your solace. Season. Get me to season three. <laughs> listen, listen, a whole season. You know how long? You know how you don't have to worry makes... about any Wade games. No Wade games at all. Zero. There may be one where, and, and if there's one where he has, he's commentating, oh, we're going to highlight it for sure. No, we're going to talk about no that commentary. game. He's a I, I cannot man. wait. I cannot wait for his, for his old ass to get up there and commentate and say something stupid like, like, like young Paul Pierce. But, anyways, I don't. Get We're me not doing no three. commentary. Get me to season family three, man. man. We getting this man. paper. Give me the season three. This man put the weave in over the weekend and just showed up to the game with like no showed up to the game. Me. Showed up to the game in like Omarion, Omarion designs in his head. Too old for that shit, man. What are you doing, Wade? We ain't no motherfucking freaks. Can't believe you. Season three. You know what? Get me to season three. All right, well, let's start. Let's start. fucking wait, man. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hey, man, wait. Need to go on. Um, no, not hip hop. No, 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 no. Not letting it get off. Here no slander. Period. Did you hear me? Matter of fact, I'm not even gonna let you get it off. Let's start the intro. Thank yeah. you to everybody for coming out this week. It What's is up, episode it's twenty-four. Me, young Jeff, episode twenty-four. You here with my nigga Mark with the K. I am Platinum oh, Chanel Boy, God. a.k.a. Jeff, a.k.a. that nigga. Of course, right now you listening to RSPN again this week with us, nigga. How you feeling, Mark? How you feeling today? I heard you a little under the weather, my nigga. I am under the weather. You might be able to hear it in your voice, but I did like that introduction. The one thing that you <laughs> the one thing that you forgot to mention though is that we are here for another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha oh, Sport. Yeah. Hit the horns. That, Slogan the Alpha Sport nigga. You can never you can never forget the slogan. What's going on, buddy? I'm doing well, How man. How are you? Doing well, man. Had an okay weekend. Uh okay, a little bit okay. under the weather right now. I don't know if it's because of allergy season sick, or man, what, sick, but... man. Yeah, that's is that is that what you kids are saying nowadays? Unfortunately, the kids. Aren't you like <laughs> aren't you like a couple months older than me? Oh man, nigga, I'm, nigga, light years, man. Light years, man. But I'm doing well. Um, NBA has been very fun since the All-Star break. This week will be even more fun with a lot of the stories that we have coming up for Week 21. Mm. Um, there's a lot to cover for the NBA, but I ended up starting this week, <clears throat> technically throughout the weekend, uh, looking at UFC 235 Yuck. that had happened on Saturday night. I don't blame you for your feelings of yuck because it's another UFC where – I watched the pay-per-view, and I was like, eh, it was okay. Hey, man, I respect the sport, man. I do. But it's just it's just not for me. Chris, I tried. Yeah, shout out yeah, shout out Chris. He got us right for the last um for the last pay-per-view that I we respect, had covered for the UFC in October. Was it October, I believe? Yeah, it was something like that. But this Saturday was an okay card. Uh I was not as entertained with the one that we had covered with Chris on October, like I was at that time, but uh, John Bones Jones, he defended his light heavyweight championship against Anthony Smith uh, in the unanimous decision with five very, very long rounds, and he ended up keeping his light heavyweight championship. Uh, John Bones Jones, of course, you have heard his name 
in many different controversies, whether it's steroids, whether it's uh, alleged cocaine, so on and so forth. But uh, he had had fought on Saturday and kept his light heavyweight championship. Usman and Tyron Woodley was another five-round fight that I ended up liking more than I did the main event. Uh, ben Askren and Robbie Lawler was actually very good as well, even with the controversy of the uh, Bulldog Choke and Robbie Lawler apparently being unconscious for like 0.2 seconds. And then you have the <laughs> women's straw weight match uh, between Zhang and uh, Tisia Torres and the bantam weight match at the end. So it was an okay card. Yeah, I expected I, mean, I, yeah. I expected things to be I expected things to be much more, especially in areas where people are so excited for these UFC fights. Um, I'm glad that I did not spend my hard earned money on it, but I think between you and I, we would have had more to talk about if they ended up going forward with the Brock Lesnar stuff. But I think that's either done or not happening. Yeah, for what, very yeah, long what, time. whatever. I'm about to say, was that is that just when that information first came out? Was that storyline? I guess, I guess Dana White is currently out after uh, the post-commentary of UFC 235 and stating that Daniel Cormier is going to uh, fight for the UFC heavyweight title against Brock Lesnar. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't necessarily confirm when that timetable will be because, of course, you still have Brock Lesnar dealing with the WWE until WrestleMania when he puts his belt up against Seth Rollins. Right. Um, hopefully Seth Rollins will be able to get that universal title off of him, and then maybe he does that fight afterward and and does what he usually does between wwe and the ufc but uh, as far as ufc that's that's one of my high interests outside of that there's not really much that's been interesting me you have the conor mcgregor stuff that's blown past and of course you still have your traditional names in the ufc that uh dana white will use for his pay-per-views but yeah i mean so so yeah no I'm, I'm not like uh i haven't given up on it or anything it's just one day, one day, I'm sure it 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 get me. But you gotta reel me in. Once I'm in, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll digest it. I'll be all over that shit. But you gotta get me in first, and I just haven't been able to. But one thing that is more interesting than UFC 235 is the uh, current state of the NBA teams and power rankings. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that we have had an entire season of RSPN and have not had a week dedicated to looking at power rankings. So. With the playoffs, that's real. At least five weeks away. Uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look at you power like rankings. power rankings. I think I think that's the reason we never talk about it is because like I just never been. I don't know. I, don't they, know. They, I know what you're saying. I, they I just end up being really been crazy about it. It hasn't been. It hasn't really been something that I look at from week to week. But I end up getting more interest in them the more closer that we get to playoffs. Right. And right now, your top three teams that uh, we have going into week 21 are teams that have had or that are making some quality choices into preparing uh, with these last five weeks of the regular season going into the NBA playoffs. Um, The Toronto Raptors at three, the Golden State Warriors at number two, and the 48 and 15 Milwaukee Bucks in first place of uh, this week's NBA power rankings. I I would agree with them in a certain case because a lot of them are doing certain things to load up uh, for the long haul. Uh, the right. Milwaukee Bucks being in first place have had a very good record and have been in a lot of conversation within media in the past week of what they can do in the Eastern Conference. Uh, some even writing the ticket of the Milwaukee Bucks being able to get out of the East and going into the NBA Finals against whoever comes out of the West. Not fully there yet, but uh, the conversation is something to be had. 
not only are they 48 and 15 and of course topping the Eastern Conference, they had just signed Eric Bledsoe to a four year, $70 million extension last week. And you like that deal? You like that? Well, that's pretty much the number that you should expect from NBA players going forward, uh, especially for a guy for where he is for a veteran like an Eric Bledsoe. And yeah. it looks like he was very happy with the contract as well with the game that he had against the Los Angeles yeah, Lakers out. Uh, this past weekend, dropped them off. And I was very surprised that he was even able to pull off certain situations like that because you have Eric Bledsoe that I won't say is average at all. It's still a uh, still a, 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 a top quality point guard. Not some of the best point guards that are out right now. Yeah, he didn't I'd end up being in any of our I'd top five, he's, but he's sec- he's tier two. He's yeah, tier two point guard to me. Yeah, he didn't end up in any of our top fives. Um, we were to do that right now. I don't know if no, he would make our no. top ten, but still a quality point guard and man. has worked well uh, with Giannis as well as the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and what the Bucks have done on top of that extension is sign veteran Pau Gasol. To join the Milwaukee Bucks after he was bought out by the San Antonio Spurs, he gonna play though. Well, here's the thing with Paul Gasol: even even if he doesn't play, even if he doesn't play a large amount, if he doesn't score twenty points, I think that's completely fine with the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think they're looking. You there for morale? Less morale, more playoff mentality, and that is something that is underrated when it comes to players that you have on your team. Uh, Paul Gasol. Despite him not being the 809 Palisol that we all know, is still very well minded in not only how to experience a playoffs and 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 um, uh, pace yourself throughout the next couple of months of playoff basketball. Right. He's going to be able to teach that to many different players on the Milwaukee Bucks who might have a small amount of playoff experience, but it's not fully there and are not fully aware of. Uh, how to treat this type of experience. Look at the Philadelphia 76ers from last year. You have a scenario, you have scenarios <clears throat> where a lot of people were very interested in what Philadelphia will be able to do because of the talent that they have in Ben Simmons and mm-hmm. Joel Embiid. Right, but yeah. outside of maybe one or two people, you don't have a lot of playoff experience in the Philadelphia mm-hmm. 76ers. And that might have been one of the reasons why they got exposed by the Boston Celtics in the second round, but playoff experience between certain people is underrated. I so, would- so, so I was gonna, I was gonna ask you: Do you do you think playoff experience is overrated or underrated, depending on, uh, you know, say for example, you may have a team with a bunch of quote unquote, you know, s- superstars, but don't necessarily have the depth for you know how many times they've been to playoff and the in the playoff experiences so like a team yeah, like yeah, Philly, you need it. like a team like Philly right now you know there's three superstars on that team uh you have to kind of weigh yourself under what Butler's appearances and then your some role players who've played on other teams who's been there but you know as far as your core your core strong guys they haven't seen much of it yeah talent talent can get you very far talent can get you very far and it will make sure that you um, have the opportunity to beat teams that may not be better f- than you from a talent standpoint. But um, when it comes to going further in the NBA playoffs, I'd say it's more important than people give it credit for. When the news had broke out of the Pau Gasol uh, acquisition, a lot of people scoffed at him and said, "Ah, oh, it's just Gasol. He's not going to be able to do shit." But I think it's a good. I think it's a good pickup for them. He might not be as uh, much of an offensive focal point as people will start looking at us 
far as, of course, Giannis, um, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Eric Bledsoe, uh, Nikola Miritic, who has been playing very well for them, uh, stretching out the floor from Milwaukee, having the opportunity to do things that uh, their previous centers within the past couple of playoffs have not been able to do. Uh, but having a Pau Gasol, I say, is going to be beneficial for Milwaukee. And it has been something that has made me want to check them out in these next couple of playoffs, in, 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 in the playoffs coming up. Yeah, I mean, Powell's, Powell's a, you know, he's, he's a legend, man. I mean, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and act like his presence isn't uh, going to change something. So, yeah, yeah, I mean. It's cool. I'm with it. Now, the Golden State Warriors are also adding to their team as well. Um, it has not been official as of yet, but they are interested in the former number one pick. Well, I guess it wouldn't be former number one pick. It's always going to be a number one pick. But they are interested in Andrew Bogut um, adding him to their center position while uh, they are making their way to the NBA playoffs. Of course, you still have uh, DeMarcus Cousins doing what he is doing for the Golden State Warriors, but it would not hurt to have an Andrew Bogut on the bench who may still be able to perform well and Fucking Bogut, do, man. do big things for them going down the stretch when they need it. If, say, Cousins is a in foul trouble or something might happen to him again as far as resting him, you never know. But uh, I'm, not as, I'm, I'm, not as, I'm not as crazy on Andrew Bogut as I was uh, with the Pau Gasol trade. What do you think about Andrew Bogut going to the Golden State Warriors? I mean, it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, I, it's one of those situations where, again, like you said, shit, Cousins got three fouls and, you know, you got to plug a guy in. He's, I guess, nice to put in there. As long as he's not getting hurt, uh, then cool. You know, limit his time until playoffs. That's all that matters, <laughs> you know. And, and the Warriors – uh, ended week 20 uh, in manners that I'm sure they would have liked a couple of second shots on. They ended up losing to Miami Heat, of course, on the Dwayne Wade buzzer beater, as well as losing to the Orlando Magic uh, earlier uh, this past week. But still 44-19. I believe they are only one and a half games in front of the second place Denver Nuggets, and they'll be playing um, later this week. But right. who knows if Denver will be able to catch them, but they're going to also be preparing for um, the playoffs now that they're giving some more rest to Durant and giving some more rest to Cousins as well as Andre Iguodala um, and more than likely Clay Thompson because he had suffered a knee injury in Orlando on Thursday. A reporter had also asked uh, Clay, <laughs> I think a reporter had also asked Clay about what they thought about their uh, their mindset of it almost looks like they're mailing it in for the past couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. Clay pretty much gave a response like he is just in the mindset of playoffs and doesn't really give a shit about the rest of the regular season, which the Warriors have the opportunity I mean, to have that mindset. Buck, yeah, yeah the opportunities have the that luxury of uh, they have that luxury of having that mindset. But other teams, other teams have not. That's real. He was like, look, man, come on, man. Y'all know, know what I'm here for. Yeah, and they'll have they'll have Boston, Denver, and Phoenix within this uh, next week. A lot of Phoenix, a lot of Phoenix talk this past week, but they're going to be l lower into the power rankings. Um, the third team, and the third team that is focusing on their playoffs push, uh, the Toronto Raptors, who are forty six and eighteen, currently second in the Eastern Conference, and have been playing very well together since the acquisition of Marc Gasol. You saw the Kawhi Leonard game winner against the 
uh, Portland Trailblazers on the first last week. And on top of that, you have a lot of the players um, playing very well next to Kawhi Leonard and Mark Gasol as well. Kyle Lowry has been stepping things up. You have Mark Gasol playing well since he was acquired, uh, starting against the Blazers and the Pistons. And um, since the All-Star break, Leonard has Leonard has been doing very well. I'm positive that uh, the Raptors will do their best to give him a little bit of load management and keep him nice and fresh for the NBA playoffs when it's time to battle. But they have a well-deserving number three in this week's power ranking. Wow. What have you thought of the Raptors? And their stretch going um, you know, into um, uh, going into April. Well, I love the Raptors. Um, I love what they've done with the team so far. Not just that, but you know, a lot of the all the Kawhi talk about what he's going to do next year with his contract. I, I've actually been one of the people who say, you know, he should just resign. Uh, I mean, it looks like a great situation for him. The team's usually consistently pretty good. He's usually consistently pretty good. You know what I'm saying? He's a top three player when he's healthy. Uh, so it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of, you know, that situation where like you get to a, a, a new place and it works out and you're thinking, well, you could always leave and go somewhere else. But what if that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you just left a pretty good situation. I can see if like this hasn't been great and like the Raptors look trash or, you know, they, they're not making this huge push. Like it just doesn't look right. But at least, it, I mean, it looks right to me. So why even change it? So, I mean, I, I think they're doing great. Um as of right now, I got I got them coming out the east. Yeah, I saw a few people state that I saw a few people state that um, Mark Gasol was past his prime, and it's not really a very good pickup. But I like Mark Gasol more than I do Valanciunas, and that uh, yeah, was yeah, a very yeah. good uh, that was yeah, a very good pickup for Toronto. In my oh, eyes. dude, in the playoffs, you know how much it's going to pay off. I'd say so too, and that is something that again people underrate the playoff mindset. Uh, for those for those who don't keep up too much with the Memphis Grizzlies, it's easy to forget their playoff runs that they had in the uh, early 2010s, and even being two games out from uh, making the NBA Finals before they ended up losing to Tim Duncan and the San Antonio Spurs. So adding him on top of Kawhi Leonard, as well as the other players that are on the Raptors, who are going to make another chance, are going to make another opportunity at making this work. I think this is the best time. Uh, and I hate doing this every year because it's like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to believe in the Toronto Raptors. Okay, they get banged and blown by the Cavaliers. This is the year that I'm going to believe in the Toronto Raptors. Get worked by LeBron James again. Okay, this is going to be the year that I believe in the Toronto Raptors. I would say that this is <laughs> this the is best the position. <laughs> uh, I, I, really I just, I just works. can't. I can't. Yeah, if really this, is. if this doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Part, I have absolutely. no, I, like, I have no idea what okay, okay, okay. for Toronto. Listen, listen, listen. If they made it to the Eastern Conference Final and you know maybe went to a, a seven game series and it, and they still didn't make it, I still would, I would be like, okay, I understand. Like, I'd be happy. I'd be happy right. if I if I was a Raptors fan. I'd be happy. Right, right, right. Like you're not gonna be like you're not gonna be like, oh great, we did we didn't make it. Like shit. At that point. You go back, you re-sign Kawhi, and you, and you, and you make the team better. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, if this doesn't work, like if they have a first-round exit or a second-round exit, uh, yeah. No. Oh, sec- sec- second-round exit? You're t- uh, if there's a second-round exit, Toronto's cursed. I'm sorry. If there's a second-round exit, Toronto's cursed. We can't have it, man. Not this time, man. I- I- I'm rooting for you guys. So, con- so conference finals is cool, but let me ask you this. You have the Milwaukee Bucks and you have the Toronto Raptors. I know, I know. 
How well of a conference finals do you think that will be? And who ends up going to play the West if that ends up being Man, our matchup in May? I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Giannis is on some other shit. He's kind of like, I feel like he's kind of mastered his game. Giannis wants to make his name very well known for MVP consideration. And by the time that the conference finals happens between himself and his team against mm. the Toronto Raptors, that will more than likely already be uh, chosen and presented uh, in June after the NBA finals. But um, he is very focused in letting the league know that this is now his time. Yeah, yeah. A couple, but, couple of years back. Couple of years back, we might have said, "All right, we'll give him, uh, give him another five, six on top of what we have currently, and maybe he'll be able to uh, have that position as the best in the league." But no, Giannis wants it right now. He wants, he and with a vulnerable LeBron James and everybody else, he wants it. Yeah, he wants, and he but but he wants people. He he wants to be. He wants the recognition. He wants all that, and the, yeah. to be to be asking for it, um, especially in the way that the league is right now. It's crazy because it tells me how confident he is in himself and in the team because he can say all this and then get to the playoffs and tank it. And get so worked. Just like Milwaukee work. has. But yeah, they, the fact that he's so confident about it kind of tells me he's not going to get worked this time. Uh, and he knows it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. sometimes you just – that confidence, man. Like, So I don't know, bro. I honestly – I would not – what I'm trying to tell you is I don't think I'd want to play – a series against Giannis to get to the finals is dangerous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just you, you're talking. He can literally take over every single game, every single one of those games. Drop over forty something, and and everybody else will do their job regular, and it, they'll make it. And he's that much start- of a factor. And we started season two of RSP and stating, well, yeah, Giannis is good. Giannis is amazing. But what about the pieces around him? <clears throat> and the names yeah. that we had mentioned in October, November have stepped their name up. Yeah. One of the names just got their four-year extension, and now they're adding pieces to to make things better. So they've improved on things that we have complained about. We just have to see how it plays out if it ends up being Milwaukee against Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals, which is going to be a very quality Eastern Conference Finals for those who want to see. I just would uh, not want to – I wouldn't want to play against Giannis in that situation. I wouldn't either, but it's going to be a very – I really wouldn't. And I definitely wouldn't want to play him in the finals. See, that's my thing. Like, that that's what scares me about his character. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got that character thing where it's just like you, when, when just when you – they honestly – they're in, especially when you're open about it. I'm sure all these guys have, like, some type of killer instinct where they feel like nobody can beat them. But, like, taking on and asking to, to be the league's best and, and stating mm-hmm. it openly is a whole nother story. You know what I'm saying? So, man, look, I, I just don't – I wouldn't want to deal with him. It's too good. Well – I'm positive that that Bucks and Raptors game is going to be a very good game for the evolution of the Eastern Conference um, and those who have complained about amount of stars and its team yeah. potential. Now mm. that LeBron's out, this is what everybody has been waiting for, so we will see if that ends up being uh, one of the better series to remember in Eastern Conference Finals history, if that does happen in May. Now, the rest of the power rankings you can take a look at at NBA.com, of course. You have Nuggets at four, Blazers at five, Houston Rockets at six. I believe we ended up last week with Harden's record still intact. That is now done, so we ended up um, being number two. Will still has his number one record of his 30-point games, but James Harden is now solidified as number two. So shout out to James Harden. Uh, you have Utah Jazz, seven, Sixers, eight, Thunder, nine, mm. 
Clippers at 10, Pacers 11, Boston Celtics dropping down from 10 to 12, Spurs at 13, Pistons at 14, and this is also uh, a good time to mention the quote from Blake Griffin on the fact that he is not very happy at 31-31 and being six in the East. Uh, hey, Blake the, was hooping, man, the other day. From the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, he's been very, he's been very, very good for Detroit, and he's not happy at where Detroit currently sits in the NBA playoffs. Despite them being in the playoffs, it's not a it's not an impressive look for Detroit uh, being a 500 team going into the NBA playoffs. So I'm sure he'll want yeah, to definitely. That in these next few weeks. Um, but shout out, but, but 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 shout out to Blake. But shout out to Blake. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people Blake, will yeah, a lot of people will just uh, sit and say, all right, well, 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 we're in the playoffs, but you want to try and make things better for uh, your team. And it looks like he takes Detroit very seriously. So hopefully Pistons fans um, appreciate that. Uh, Kings of 15, Orlando Magic at 16. The Orlando Magic beating the Bucks, Raptors, Warriors, and the Pacers within the past week. Uh, Pelicans 17, Brooklyn's next at 18. The Miami Heat going up from 22 to 19. Uh, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves 20, Charlotte Hornets 21, the Lakers dropping down to 22, uh, the Dallas Mavericks 23, Hawks 24, Bulls 25, Wizards 26, Cavs 27, Memphis Grizzlies 28, Phoenix Suns 29, and of course, T-Wolves? dead last, the New York Knicks. Shout out to T-Wolves, nigga. Rank, rank, rank top six, really. Top six? Top six rank, man. It's just right now, man, you know, the media ain't got a hold on us, man. They're trying to play us, but it's okay, man. We on our way. Yeah, that's what it is. The fucking mm-hmm. media. All right, when, when, we, come when, back. When, we, when we trade for Giannis, nigga, don't say nothing. For who? Uh, you know what? At, at, that, at that note, all right, we're going to take a quick break and come back because I think I think Jeff needs a quick five-minute timeout. No, I'm going to go cut all my hair off and then get weave and then get rebraided again. Huh, when we come back from commercial break, <laughs> we have the shop to discuss. Uh, <laughs> we put on our silver jackets as part of the silver squad because we have another quote from Adam that we like to discuss. And I believe Trey Young might be a little mad at Luka Mania, so we'll take a look at what he has done for the Atlanta Hawks since the end of the All-Star break when we come back. So stay tuned. It's RSPN on RNC Radio. We'll be back after this. I didn't listen to Sonder yet. I heard the yeah, Snow Electra. The Sonder Son- record is probably my favorite record out right now, flat out, like just from top to bottom. Uh, I listened to it all last week, probably every day, all day. Because mm-hmm. I'm just I'm weird like that. So I did that, the Sonder record, and then in between that, I would cut on Bria's Interlude, and then I Want You Around, the Snow Allegra like, record. And I really got into... Um, the Summer Walker uh, Sessions 32 record too. So like I was spinning like basically those four records, but the Sonder, what you heard was like the heavy overlapping record. Cause, but yeah, man, it's, it's been a, it's been a little really good past few weeks musically for me, for me personally, for what's come out. I like, I like the remix that Summer Walker had with, I like the remix that Summer Walker had with Drake. Had. You like had it? With Drake. The EP, the EP I was on, I didn't really feel the EP. Yeah, but it's a cool song. I was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah, it's cool. I'm not, I'm not anti the remix that Drake did or anything. I just think it's like I expected it to be hot, so I listened to it. I was like, oh, man, it's cool. Seen a lot of people wanting a a, a, a remix for the baby and Drake, and even Lil Key is asking, uh, <laughs> it's telling niggas yeah. to, it's telling yeah. niggas to hop on Instagram and comment and, and tag Drake. You know, like, like, come on, man. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, obviously, 
Drake's gonna get on. <laughs> he's gonna he gonna get on something on this. One. He, he need to get on baby on baby. Baby on baby. What about um? A lot of people have been saying Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, that shit's super hard. See, I just feel like that song's so special. Though. I don't know. I, really I, don't, I don't know what Lil Key song get up on though. I don't, I don't know what song a Lil Key song I'd like to hear. You could put on. you could put Drake on Shug. On Shug. On was Shug. that was was it was, was that on? It's Key like talk track to him? two. No, no, it's on baby on baby. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's like track two. Yeah, I don't know what key song I'd like to hear Drake on. I'm trying to think. Nah, Key, 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 like key and Drake, Key and Drake just got to do something original. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if he can remix anything. On, I don't know if he can remix anything on Key Talk to him. I'd like Nameless a whole lot. I can't see Drake on Nameless. Nah, I want, I want them to do something original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, be careful. You know Drake got the new label. The, uh, the oh, what is it called? Uh, Frozen Moments. Frozen, Frozen Moments. Yeah, started a brand new label. And we saw that at the. Um, Bottom of the Summer Walker remix, but he hasn't really said too much about Frozen Moments. Maybe they'll yeah, be I think a there's like a few, there's a few like articles out about it right now, but like it ain't nothing crazy. People want to talk about. Wonder who else wrote it. I might say maybe I'll see. <laughs> it be gonna be a Frozen Moments only podcast. Yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> That'll be Frozen Moments' his first podcast. No, no, I'm talking about me as an artist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to get, trying to get that EP out. Okay, I ain't mad at. Yeah, son, we get, we get Drake up here talking about some shit. I wonder, I wonder what NBA shit Drake at. He better not. Well, if he comes I, in I, here talking TikTok and rappers talk, this yeah. is the one. Nah, year I don't to think do he would. I don't think he you would. You think he will? No, no, nah, nah, he wouldn't do that. But, but I think I, it's funny. I, I want to ask him what he really feels about the curse, the curse thing. You know, the, every, yeah, time he, every time he, every time he wears, I like a lot of teams. Niggas be green. Niggas be green with it. Oh, need to be green with it. <laughs> That's what he's gonna say. If I hear Drake, <laughs> if I hear the day, Drake the, day, the day you hear Drake say green on the record, you gonna lose this shit, huh? Man, man, Trick Daddy, let me say that. <laughs> I'll be like, nigga, get the fuck Shout out of this trip. <laughs> Yo, did you watch the shop this week? I did. I did get to check it out a little bit. Um, I didn't get to see everything, but uh. I caught I caught a lot of it and apparently this is this is the episode besides what the Drake one I'd probably say. The Drake the Drake one was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, you know, one that was like talked about a good bit. Yeah, there was a good amount of conversation online with the entertainment that we got from episode four of the shop on HBO uh this week. You have LeBron James and Maverick Carter, who are of course in every episode of the shop, but you have right. Jared Carmichael who has also been involved in other episodes of the shop. You have Two Chains who had just dropped rapper go to the league um, on Friday. You have Meek Mill uh, getting a cut. You have Antonio Brown, uh, formerly of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and you have New Orleans Pelicans' own Anthony Davis, all involved with discussing uh, how they have felt in odd situations with their team, as well as just being a star, an NBA star or an NFL star, and dealing with certain scenarios of being an athlete in this episode of The Shop. Isn't that shit is so weird, man? Um, having <laughs> having him and LeBron on this show, like... Yeah, yeah, just d- discussing the shit up front, yeah. Yeah, like, just discussing the shit up front is kind of crazy, man. I think now he's finally starting to see the momentum shift and who Can you feel it? Yeah, I mean who like, he is though. Yeah, and that's what it is. You know, you know, all the media coverage around me, you know, and now I'm getting a chance to take over, you know, my career and, right. and say what I wanna say, do what I wanna do. So now you see everybody, all right, I see A D changing. You know, everybody telling me, you know, you growing up, you know, about time you take care take care of your business, you know, take care of your career. And so now like 
as a player, you know, as a, the CEO of my own business, yeah, I got the power. I'm doing what I want to do and not what somebody tell me. And that's them butterflies, like, are knowing that something's going to happen next, not knowing what's going to happen right. next, knowing it's going to be a W. Right. Yeah. Don't know what form, how it's going to look when it comes. That's that. That's that feeling. ain't nothing wrong with it at all. That's that feeling. He also went on further before that, stating that the feeling of getting booed uh, every time that he touched the ball after the trade was uh, something that he had to get used to. But he knew that the feeling was going to end up being that way after watching what had happened with LeBron James and his right. return to Cleveland after going to the Miami Heat. So um, it seems like throughout all of this, he has taken the mindset that LeBron James has had not only with himself, but with a lot of athletes as far as doing what he wants to do and what is best for his uh, life going forward of being an athlete as well as in the NBA. And there has been a well amount of criticism stating that NBA players and NFL players are now starting to get a little bit too cozy with <laughs> being their own man. Uh, and I guess I I, man, I hate I hate when you like well not when you say it, but like I hate that term of. I just feel like I, there's nothing wrong with trying to be in charge of your own business and stuff like that. But also, you know, at a certain point, there's gonna come to a situation where these kids get signed and in these deals, they say, hey, this whole trade stuff, like this, you're asking for a trade in the middle of your contract when we're the type of franchise that, that we are and we need you, but you want to go and do something. Like, hey, yeah. you know, you signed this contract with us. You're with this franchise and now you want to leave and it's going gonna, it's gonna to change everything for us and it's going to change everything for you too, but we're, we're going to be in the slumps for a minute because of it. So, you know, like, yeah, I understand. I get it. I, I get the concern, but I also, I understand the players too. You know, I understand the players wanting to have that freedom, but shit, man, <laughs> I, I could understand the frustrating part from a business side. Yeah. Yeah. There's really two sides to the story. And one side that has not been discussed throughout history a lot is how the athlete would like to have more control over what um, uh, they provide to a team Right. Whether it is money wise, whether it is having the opportunity to uh, do and have more flexibility towards their career. And sometimes it has ended up on lockouts. Other times it has ended up in situations where um, they have the opportunity to do what they want to do. And the other team, as well as the owners, end up having to clean up all the mess that comes with that afterward. But Anthony Davis seems to be more concerned on the fact that uh, his years are getting up there as far as being an NBA professional athlete, and he would like to. I just, I just feel like nobody wants to look at it from the Pelicans side because it's the Pelicans. If this was, if this was AD on the Lakers, and he was three years on a deal, and he, yeah, and he was three years on a deal, and he was asking out for his career. You know, it would be, it would be a mat like he would be getting so much negative, so much negative. You know, everything would be a negative statement about him. Mm -hmm. But because it's the Pelicans, he's right. And the and oh, well, he plays for New Orleans Pelicans, so you know, he, he I get it. He wants to, you know, it's like, bro, like your team is better than a lot of other teams around this league. Is it you? You know, you start, you got to start asking questions like, what's it really about? Mm -hmm. So, you know, man, I, I I don't know. I understand, like I said, if if there's new things that got to be. Uh, written in these contracts to try to keep the players, uh, you know, with their teams that drafted them at least at least while their contract. I could see if if AD was a free agent, we wouldn't be having this discussion. You know, we'd just be like, hey, he's a free agent. He has his right. He's out of a contract. But and, 
He still has what two years left? Twenty twenty, I think. I think he has, I think he has one left. I think he has one, one left. One, and then one, he ends up being a free agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it'd be next season, the end of next season, he'd be a free agent. Summer twenty twenty. And even in a more drastic scenario from an NFL standpoint, um, you have Antonio Brown, who has had his situation all year <clears> with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and his frustration. Well, I won't even say frustration. He seems pretty calm on the shop as well as uh, yeah, during yeah, interviews yeah. where he wants to um, have his demands met no matter how uh, no matter how odd they may seem from the outside looking in. That is what he would like to have yeah. as – That's, um, that's A.B., man. Um, dude. The A-B situation with the Pittsburgh Steelers is one of the craziest ones I've seen in a while because it's the first time I've seen a player take it to a national level when mm-hmm. discussing it, you know? So, um, you know, like, I understand where A-B's coming from. Like, just, like, when he when he explains it the way that, from his perspective, him being how good he is, he expects certain things considering where he is. And I and, – and I actually I like it because he has the contract. You know, they gave him the money uh and he showed up for it every game. And uh, he's one of the best in his position. And essentially um, he wants and essentially he wants more, he right? Wants, or is there more he of wants beef? he wants he wants to be represented properly, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like what what I'm bro, like at the end of the day, he he wants to he wants the team. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yo, you gave me the money. I'm the best wide receiver in the game. I'm, you know, I'm this, that, and the third. Like, I, I got, I got the sales. My jerseys are selling. I'm on TV. I got everything. Make me the guy. But, you know, the way the Steelers run their their business is like, you know, Tomlin, Big Ben. And he had, yeah, he had heavy bars for Ben Roethlisberger on 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 the shop. We won't, we won't play too much of the quote on um, this show. Yeah, he gave you it to him. I like to it. watch the shop on HBO. Like but um, like there was a lot of disdain on the fact. That he doesn't really have too much vocal power with the Pittsburgh Steelers and things yeah, get bro. overrode he, he by want Ben. That, and- he want that leadership. He's it's there for him, but like they don't want to give it to him, man. We talked about this. You and I spoke about this NFL shit and and you know how they regard certain things and who can be a who can be a player with a voice and who can't. Uh, and when when you know when Odell throws a fit, it's a it's a tantrum. And when Brady throws a fit, it's passion, c- competitiveness, and, and passion, right? So yeah. that like we've 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 just we've had this discussion. I think that's AB's point. He's like, look, if y'all don't want to meet my demands, so be it. I don't got to. That's why he said like, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to play football. Play football. I think. I think. I think. I like some people probably he, like hear that and and take it as like arrogance, but I think he just meant it. Like yo, like at the end of the day, this doesn't control me. I think that was more what he was trying to say. Like this doesn't control what I what I do. You know, like I don't have to do this anymore. I'm set. So don't don't get don't try to disrespect me or don't try to act like you own me. I think that was more of his his point. He just said yeah. it in a very way that makes it look like, you know, it was kind of arrogant. Yeah, the the more traditional football fans would be like, "Oh, well, you got to get on that field and, oh, and you do X, know. Y, and Z and you yeah. sign a contract and yeah. blah blah." Yeah. But, and that and that was mainly Bill Simmons. I like his thing way. With, Bill Simmons' thing with Anthony Davis, but uh, I like uh, AB's uh, way, man. I like it. Anto- yeah, Antonio Brown made as 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 it may be a quote that you would not like to hear, maybe from a Steelers fan perspective or as a uh, uh, perspective of those who are not uh, 
on the side of fan of players doing whatever the hell they want, he makes very good points. He's going out. If he does go out, he goes out with his health intact. He doesn't have to be one of the football yeah. players that are out here with scrambled brains, torn ligaments, yeah. a bad body. He's not hurting as far as pockets. He mentioned no. that his house is paid off and he's good. He's, he doesn't he, have to he, worry he about anything. He, said, he basically he said, "Look, all of this is not for sure. For show, like this is all real. My yeah. situation is legit. Don't get it twisted. I don't need any of this. I want it, and I'm good at it, and I can mm-hmm. do it, and I can do it right if you let me. But I don't need any of it. And that was that was that was really to me real as fuck, and it kind of sold me on the situation. So." And maybe, and maybe if he didn't have it, it would be a little bit more of a different talking point. But he seems humble enough to know that the name Antonio Brown is more than just a number in a jersey on the Pittsburgh Steelers. There are more things that you would yeah, like to do uh, with your name. And they had even asked LeBron James that on the, on the shop as well. What do they expect or what does he expect that he is going to do uh, now that his years are getting a little bit up there, he's still very, very youthful for the amount of uh, stats that he has um, within his career. But it's going to be fairly soon to a point where he has to start thinking about retirement and what he would like to do afterward. And he said he'd like to own a team. Yeah, that's real, for real. So we we need that mentality so we can change the way the league runs. Yeah, and and this and this mindset is happening with a lot of our athletes earlier and earlier. You start thinking of when you see once you start getting into the league, it's like, okay, I made the league. They're gonna uh, think you, about all these shitty times that they got done in by the owner or by their GM. Yeah. And they're gonna go own a team and do it the complete opposite and do it the right way. And it's gonna change the league. Yeah, you have many different cases of of NBA players within well, before um uh I would say this social media era. Uh, or, or, or even if you want to start it at 2010 of of, of LeBron James making that decision, uh, and we're almost 10 years from that. It's uh, crazy in, in 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 next year. But if we'd like to make that the starting point of players starting to get into the mindset of you know what, maybe I don't have to be locked into bad situations in life, whether it's sports, whether yeah, it's no outside of sports. Um, being happy with what you're doing is more important. Than, no matter how much money you're making. Exactly, and, and and he could and, shut his mouth. He could shut his mouth and show up and show up to summer camp and go on to be Antonio Brown for the Steelers. Hmm. Literally, I mean, he could kiss everybody's ass. He can act like him and Big him and Ben Roethlisberger cool. Act like him and Tom Winter cool. Walk in there and just play the sport and play and maybe never get hurt or maybe he does get hurt. Goes on, becomes a Hall of Famer, but he'll always know that damn. I had to. He had to kiss the ring. I had to kiss the ring. He had to kiss the ring to do it. Yeah, and, he, and he's chosen not to. He's he's in, now he's like, you know what? I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> he's like, forget it. I, I'm straight. I don't need to. And NFL hates shit like that. So uh, I would be surprised if this story's running for the next month, at least until he's traded. And even after he's traded, guess what? The story's gonna be well. It be fit with whoever, whatever quarterback it is, because the 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 end of, the end of, the NFL is going to want to, uh, like you know, put the spotlight on him as much as possible after mm. this. They don't like this shit, man. The one thing that I will say on top of all of that is he started really fucking losing me once I had to look at that damn blonde stash. <laughs> yeah, he had the blonde stash. I the don't Hulk know why Hogan he did this. Stash, 
the he's whole a character. He's a character, bro. He's just a character, bro. Like if you if you if you watched him and you watched his games like a good bit, like he's just he's just a weird dude. So, but like I said, if you see him like that, that that kind of tells you the, the blind mustache. That tells you everything you need to know about him in the NFL. Like With if you look, no, just look at him. Like just look at him and you just look at the kind of dude he is. You can tell he why he doesn't mix with today's NFL. He's just oh. he wants to be he wants to be uh, a brand in him in himself. And the NFL does not let players be brands for whatever oh, I reason. Gonna, I thought you were gonna say the Hogan Sass means he hates names. Oh no 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 no. A B A B A B for the community, man. But but uh, he's from Miami, like Ojo Cinco, isn't he? I, I believe so. Actually. I think he's from Liberty City. Yeah, he pee for the community, man. But yeah, shout out to AB. But, but keeping on to the topic of protecting your mental health, uh, Adam Silver had some conversation on the topic this past weekend of the MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference. Uh, you and I have been very big fans of Adam Silver uh, yeah, yeah. in the past few years, as well as specifically this season in the NBA. And when discussing... Uh, the hiring of a director of mental health and wellness uh, to launch a program and a uh, type of work experience with players that is coming up. And Yahoo Sports had picked up his quote on the topic, stating that we are living in a time of anxiety. I think it's a direct result of social media. A lot of our players are mm. unhappy. I'm an anxious person myself. That's why the players like talking to me. Um, he is going to be hiring a director of mental health and wellness to launch a program and work with players very soon, according to Yahoo Sports. Uh, but Silver had been out in front of the issues of mental health, encouraging more players to speak out um, on their experiences as well as some of the areas where they struggle um, uh, with their problems. It's not an issue that he wants to see pushed into the dark corners. It's not an area where he wants to have uh, players being silent in years where we have had that a lot in the NBA as well as sports in general. Um, and via the Boston Globe, he had stated that if you are around a team in this day and age, there are always players with headphones on. The players are isolated and they have their heads down. He also added that unhappiness and isolation around the league is to the point where it's almost pathology. I don't think it's unique to these players. I don't think it's something that's just going around superstar athletes. I think it's a generational issue. He had had a quote of when he had spoke to Isaiah Thomas. He had a quote of Isaiah Thomas, um, not the Celtics Isaiah Thomas, but um, the Detroit Pistons Isaiah Thomas, where he stated once beforehand that championships are won on the bus. And Adam Silver had noted that those days in the NBA are long gone. So for sure. Adam did not uh, specifically state uh, any of the NBA players that he had noticed by name, but it becomes an area where you are an athlete and things just become either mundane or they just become routine almost. Think of how long that you have been. The league is too long. First of all, 82, the league is too long. The season's too long. Um, that That's one, man. I, and I just think that, think about all the traveling that they're doing. Like mm-hmm. you just said, the routine of it all, man, just the practice, the early practices. The, I mean, they do the same shit. They eat the same shit nine times out of ten. You know what I'm saying? Saying in the same hotels, like, bro, it's got to be taxing. And keep, and, and, and keep on top of all of those routine uh, performances that you do throughout the day. Keep in mind that you've been doing that since you were at least six, seven years old. Yeah. 
and now you're probably youngest being 19, some going all the way into 40, 41, where you're pretty much doing the same thing and trying to find the excitement in certain areas. And sometimes players can't. And sometimes you struggle with a lot of that. You had the conversation with Larry Sanders that we've had from beforehand where he just had to do things outside of himself that weren't um, the things that he had to do every day for the Milwaukee Bucks as well as the NBA. You had DeMar DeRozan. You had Kevin Love speaking on taxing mentalities that it has been just dealing with the stress of being an athlete uh, to change on the shop. Had even discussed a type of parallel where there are stresses as a rapper, where you literally wake up feeling responsible for so many people, so many family members. Right. Man, and that, those, would, that would bring me anxiety like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, imagine the type of, imagine the type of things we get uh, depressed about and anxious about, and we don't have a 10th of the damn money yeah. that a 10th of the money that two chains or LeBron James well, you know, or well, yeah, yeah, DeRozan. Well, calm down, calm down, calm down. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I got oh, it, you got <laughs> I forget. Yo, you signed you signed four years, seventy mil over there. I'm doing all right, man. You know, <laughs> no, nah, but uh, you signed right, four seventy over here. Okay, hey, man, everybody, look, everybody going through it. Everybody going through it. You know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know what I mean? Just finish. It's not about. It's not about finishing first. Just finish. Yeah, and you know, and Adam so. has. I love. I love the fact that Adam has had uh, the mindset to understand that. Not all of this is going to be 100% A-OK and having the, the, the energy of a Russell Westbrook and going out every night and doing what you got to do every single night. Not everybody, not every man uh, is, is built that way. There are stresses within game. There are stresses outside of the game. Fans, other players, uh, your own performances, things that you have on your little checklist if you have certain things that you would like to knock off being in your career in the NBA. There are things outside of that. Marriages, children, so many different things. And it ends up being, it, 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 it almost sounds like somebody who is not very in tune with sports and how certain athletes feel. Be like, oh, well, we all go through this type of shit. But it mm-hmm. ends up being really taxing. So yeah, to have imagine, that imagine, type of- Imagine, like, people think, you know, these people make millions and millions of dollars, but, like, you gotta understand their lifestyle is 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 comes with comes with a cost like ours do. So they have bills like we got bills. It's just yeah. different. Their numbers are way higher. So it it doesn't it doesn't stop. You know what I'm saying? Them being millionaires doesn't mean they got they ain't got bills. Yeah, <laughs> like they got bills, bro. Like it's different. Everybody got kids, got bills. They, I mean, they still got things that they have to take care of. So I did. So I did like how how the the Adam Silver quote of the mental health and wellness program had tied into the timeliness of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Two Chains, and Antonio Brown on the shop. So you have not taken if you have not taken a look into episode four of the shop as of yet, and you have an HBO subscription, take a look into that. You might want to get your HBO subscription ready if you are a big Game of Thrones person. I am not, but. Um, I have seen so much conversation on Game of Thrones coming up, but um, uh, that is outside of the point. Take a look at the shop episode four on HBO. If you have not seen it. All right. While we get off that topic, we have week 21 in the NBA, plenty of entertaining games for you this week. Uh, Tonight on TNT, we have uh, the Toronto Raptors. We discussed their successes earlier in the episode. They are going up against James Harden and the Houston Rockets at eight o'clock. That should be very fun. Followed yeah. up by uh, a point guard battle and a 
team battle as well between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, this was the proposed NBA Finals for a lot of people at the beginning of the season. I highly doubt people have stuck with that uh, going forward. But uh, it should be a very fun matchup out in the Oracle Arena. If Boston wants to get things on track, they will have to do it through the Golden State Warriors at 1030 tonight. Uh, tomorrow on ESPN, the Chicago Bulls face the Philadelphia 76ers. And, Your favorite team. You know Go what? ahead. Go ahead. No, Go ahead. no, 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 no. And the, and the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Los Angeles Lakers uh, play the Denver Nuggets. 10:30 on ESPN as well. Talk about two teams that have felt the ripple effect of the failed Anthony Davis trade. One yeah, being the Boston real. Celtics, and two, the Los Angeles Lakers. They have completely bombed out of the playoff picture, and maybe they'll be able to pick it up in the next five weeks. Um, Boston Celtics also uh, weakening their discussions of playoff chances. I'm sure those who have been picking them to go all the way to the conference finals and go all the way to June and face the Golden State Warriors are now running that back after the tough stretch that the Boston Celtics have had since the All-Star break. One of the league's worst um, records after the All-Star game. That's crazy. It's funny to me. I thought Brad Stevens was uh, this magical magical fucking coach. This magical fucking coach that can do everything with this Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Brad Stevens. Dick, dude. What 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 happened to that? Huh? Huh? What happened to that? I remember a lot of I remember a lot of Brad Stevens better that's than enough, Eric Spolstra man. shit last year that's and enough, how all man. this yo give Mark, give Eric enough, Spolstra Kyrie Irving here we go back to the Al Horford signs, or back to the Heat here we go and back fucking to the heat. Jason Tatum you know how you know how happy I would be you done you know, that's beside the point that's beside the point I'm gonna say you done here man what's going on man right now you got way you got way with weave man Thursday night I'm gonna ignore that we've commented the uh, NBA the First place Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference go up against the Indiana Pacers at 8 o'clock. And the Portland Trailblazers, the team that has been getting a lot of TV time as of later national TV time, are going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder at 10.30. I'm not sure if Paul George will um, be back from his injury as of yet, but we'll see Thursday at 10.30. Friday night on ESPN, the Houston Rockets and the Philadelphia 76ers at 8 with the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets at 10.30. As we are recording right now, the Golden State Warriors hold uh, first place in the Western Conference with only a a one-and-a-half game lead over the Denver Nuggets. So those top two teams in the West will go head-to-head Friday at 10.30 on ESPN. Saturday will be a very entertaining game. Uh, You have the Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Celtics. One of them will have to get on a good foot going into the next month of the regular season and heading into the playoffs, but they will go head-to-head 8.30 on Saturday night. The last time that they played, you had the very entertaining um, down-to-the-wire thriller in the TD Garden, which followed up with Rajon Rondo hitting his game winner in Boston. So now they're at the Staples Center, and we will see what happens between the Celtics and the Lakers in their storied rivalry. And Sunday, March 10th, 3.30 3.30 at ABC, you are going to have the Philadelphia 76ers against the Indiana Pacers. And on NBA TV, you have the Golden State Warriors going up against the Phoenix Suns at 8.30. Uh, Phoenix Suns getting into a lot of conversation this week as far as um, 
their front office issues and them being the first team officially out of the playoffs. And before that, at 6 o'clock, you have the New Orleans Pelicans in Atlanta against the Atlanta Hawks featuring a rookie that may have heard our Luka Mania pod that may have heard our Luka Mania podcast and got very pissed off. Uh, Trey Young, who had been averaging 32 points and nine assists since the the All-Star break. One of these games, including a four-overtime game against the Chicago Bulls on Friday night. Did you you see the four-overtime game? Yeah, I did. Trey Young has been doing very good. Trey the real deal, man. He the real deal. Yeah, Trey has been making sure that his name is kept up in the Rookie of the Year conversation. When we had discussed Luka Doncic and uh, DeAndre Ayton, we had discussed the possibility of if there were going to be any rookies other than those two who try and uh, clean up the gap as far as conversations, as far as Luka. I feel like the conversation around Luka has calmed down a lot. Um, now that the all-star hype is gone and he ended up not being a starter or a reserve, despite having a very large amount of fans vote for him. And now that that's calmed down and it's getting more uh, into the end of the NBA season, uh, Trey Young is doing his best to keep his name in the conversation of the rookie of the year. I don't know if it's too late as of yet. I don't and... think it's too late. I don't think it's too late. But yeah, I don't think it's too late. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and, and on top of that, the Hawks are still at the shout bottom out, of the Eastern out, Conference. Shout out the Hawks, man. Shout yeah, out the Hawks. not as bad as the New York Knicks, who took literally a fucking four- to six-week break of just losing on some bullshit tanking. But um, maybe Trey Young can get that. Maybe, maybe, But maybe Trey Young can get that uh, cleaned up. But we'll see. On top of all of that, by, on top of all of that, one of the other highlights involves LeBron James. Uh, We have discussed him a little bit on this show, but he is going to open up this week only needing 40 points to pass Michael Jordan for fourth place on the NBA's all-time scoring list. Only 40 points. Yeah. Jordan's happy. Good for him, man. Good for him. I know you're happy. uh, I hope the 40th point is a fucking dunk that he hangs on the rim, stares into the hard camera. Overweighed. Like a dunk over way for uh, the uh, the Heat Lakers aren't even playing anymore. What are you talking about? Trade them, trade them. What are you talking about? Trade trade Wade to another team real quick. Trade Wade to another team. You know what? By Saturday, uh, I'd say him, by have Saturday him, you'll have, him, have, him, have them change the have them change the uh, the rule. Send Wade off. That's, I just want to see LeBron dunk on Wade one more time. Well, it's over. It's over. You know what? Did I tell you at the beginning slander, of the episode? Way slander, no always, Wade slander. Period. Wade slander. Wade slander always saves the show. No, no. Wade slander does not save the show. You know what? Give if, me the season three, man. Give me the season three, man. Does Wade? All right, we need a poll. Does Wade slander <laughs> save this? Does Wade slander save the show? We need it. Yes, yes bro. No. We need. We need a yes know. or no. We could do a whole show about how. Well, you man, look, man. It's just a lot. It's just no, a, no. The only, the only, the only, all Dwayne Wade episode that we're having is listen, man. Going Wade. over the This Is My House game, going over I'm the 06 so finals. I'm so glad he's retiring. Get him out of here so we don't have a talk to Give me the season three. Bro. Going over his three about this championships, guy, going over the shot against the Warriors. Go, going over going over the fact that Dirk is 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 a, a better Hall of Famer. Let's go, man. Let's he can barely fucking walk. Let's what are you keep, talking let's about? Keep moving. Let's all right, keep you moving. know what? He can barely fucking walk. All right, you Come know on, what? Let's man. get a shout out. Okay, all right, we're, all right, we're getting a shout out. My first, my first shout out, my first shout out, my first shout out, my first shout out. My first shout out, my first shout out, my first shout out, my only shout out. It's who? It's Jordan Woods. Oh, dear listen, God. Listen, 
Mm-hmm. I just got goosebumps, nigga, just saying her name. Listen, so. It's horn man, horn man during <laughs> shout outs. I cannot believe this shit. So listen, so listen, so listen. I, I don't want to remember this tomorrow. So, like, check this out. Like, huh? Listen, like, I will do anything for you. All right, no. When you it are comes not down, like when, it, like, when it, like, when it comes down to the base of it, like, I'm a, like, look. We're not discussing any bases. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I agree with everything that you say in this situation. I'm on your side. Don't let these hoes try to try to portray you to be something you're not. You know, you keep your face. You do you all the time. If you need anything, or you need somebody just to talk to about the situation other than Jada. You know, y'all let Jeffrey. And that's all I got to say. I cannot um, believe you just put on yeah. this damn voice. You know what I'm saying? All right, can we can we get to some can we get some to some shout outs that are not that are not media takeout related? Hey, that All wasn't right. media takeout related, my nigga. That's NBA related because it happened with a nigga in the league named Tristan Thompson. I refuse to believe that any niggas that isn't. Oh dear God! Now you got me doing media takeout shit, man. No, I, I nah, man. We kept it a buck, man. We kept it a I buck. I had to, to talk to it. I wanted to talk to it. No nigga is that stupid. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. I no nigga is that it, stupid. Man. Nobody is pulling up on the best friend of the sister of your girl. I cannot know. No. Hey man. Hey man. Look, Wade, man. Wade, Wade would probably do some shit like that. And then Wade would spread. <sighs> oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Shout out to Kareem Abdul Jabbar for what? getting almost $3 million for his NBA championship rings. I believe he sold his MVP trophies um, as well as other memorabilia. For what? Uh, donating that to charity he oh, ended okay, up donating okay. um all of his earnings from his uh, uh championships and rings that he won in his storied career and he ended up donating those to his skyhook foundation uh so, so shout so. out to that cool so, so according to the la times According to the LA Times, his 1987 championship ring went for the final price of $398,937. His 1985 championship ring went for $343,000, while his rings from 1980 and 1988 went for $245,500. The minimum bid for one of Abdul Jabbar's championship rings was sixty thousand. Which broke boy put up? That's light money, nigga. What nigga put up sixty k? What broke boy did that? Ah, you just yo, you just slapped him. All right, you know what? What else? Uh, Shout out to Draymond Green. He had an interesting quote on. He had an interesting quote um, uh, within the past couple of days on uh, Stephen Curry. He had stated (laughs) he was asked about Curry's impact on the game in general, and he had said. And quoted as Curry's impact on the game on the whole is underrated. He cannot score a bucket and wreck an entire defense. Just his impact on the defense as a whole, this organization, and most importantly, his impact on the game of basketball. Have you been to a high school game or a middle school game? When Mark Jackson said a few years ago that Steph is ruining the game of basketball, we were all pissed off. Like, what is he talking about? I went to some high school games recently and said, I see what he's talking about. He's not talking about Steph per se ruining basketball, but he's making a lot of other people think they can do what he does, and it ain't the case. Yeah, that's real. I feel like that's, I feel, I feel like that's been what well, that's a lot a of people fa- that's said. A factual, that's Making a factual. these kids launch up 40.3s as opposed to change that's a factual uh, summary. traditional basketball, I guess you would say. Yeah, no, that's that's a real statement. I mean, yeah. 
And shout out for Snoop Dogg being so pissed off at the Los Angeles Lakers that he's selling his seeds for the low. <laughs> Snoop is hilarious when his sports teams are low. You know, he's a Steelers fan too. Yeah. So like he be going crazy and during the season on IG. Uh especially when they lose, he be acting out. But yeah, shout out Snoop, man. One of one of my one of my personal goats. And here's <laughs> here's his here's his frustration on Instagram. It was terrible watching my Steelers play this year. And it's fucking terrible watching my Lakers play. Somebody gotta go. Fuck the shit. Somebody gotta go. Matter of fact, a lot of niggas gotta go. Starting with the coach. Well, this shit ain't gonna work. This is not the LA way. Ship all them niggas out. Get a slave ship and ship all them sorry motherfuckers the fuck out of here. Sick of this trying to act like it's gonna be alright, it's gonna be cool. They gonna figure it out, they gonna grow. These sorry motherfuckers ain't gonna do shit. Nothing. Get LeBron some fucking help. Because these goofballs ain't going to do shit. They sorry. They fucking suck. I'm selling my fucking booth right now. I got a booth for the next two years, three years. This year, y'all can have it. $5 for the motherfucking booth to the Laker games. $5 is the price. Anybody can have it. All the homies hit me. Blow me up right now. Nigga said $5 is the price. Let's see if you got enough. Try and get those booth seats before they're all gone. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it for shout outs. That's, that's it for shout outs for me. So let's get the soldier moment. Yeah, motherfucking soldier moment. I feel like I, I feel like I want to rename the soldier moment, man. I just, I don't know, man. We're giving this nigga a lot of credit, man. We're gonna get rid of, we're gonna get rid of Big Soldier. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, look, I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying let's think about it and maybe in the future. It's you know, just, we need, we need a soldier boy endorse. We need a soldier endorsed soldier moment. Yeah, exa- Then I would, I would appreciate it more, but. Right now, we're giving this nigga a lot of credit. Um, but, yeah. Hey, this your boy, Soldier Boy. Shout out that nigga, John Wall, doing that mm. nae in that kitchen. Mm. That's how it happened on the grease, chicken grease on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that grease on the floor, nigga. All right, my Soldier Boy for the week, uh, I, I already actually brought up. It's A-B's, it's A.B.'s blonde mustache. Cut that shit off, please. We don't want any Hulk Hogan vibes around no niggas. Is that, is, is that it? Is that... We, we can't have any Hulk Hogan vibes around no niggas. Wow. Right, the blonde mustache. That, that's, re- that's really like what you... It was it was so distracting. Like, Have you ever seen the episode of Family Guy where... Um... I mean, it looks weird. It looks weird because it's like not completely blonde. So like, there's some there's some brown or black underneath it. So it looks weird. I know yeah, what you're it's saying. Just yeah, it's um, dusty. Yeah, um, So for me, fucking my soldier moment of the week... Is Bryce Harper? Oh, losing him out to the Phillies. Listen, man. First of all, the contract, man. It was like thirteen years, like three hundred and something million dollars, with like no kind of like. Baseball is getting bread. Thirteen years. Thirteen. Listen, listen. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. How old is Bryce Harper? He's probably my age. A little bit. Oh, so, so, he's, oh, so he's not even that old. He's not even that old. Bryce Harper is twenty six. Wow. Look, Bryce Harper and the Phillies, record 13 years, $330 million. The second largest sports contract, period. That is insane. He's 26? He's 26, bro. What are you going to do with $330 million? God damn. 13 years. So in, in, in 2019, he gets $10 million plus a $20 million signing bonus paid in two installments on June 1st and November 1st. Then from 2020, from 2028, he makes 26 million a year, 
And then from 2029 to 2031, he makes 22 million a year. But he's apparently he's the one. So I mean, I'm not saying it's weird, but yeah, I've seen a lot yeah, of it's just crazy with, uh, with the uh, MLB the show cover. Now that they have all that completely done to these people, yeah, yeah, his jersey his jersey broke the record. Like it, like it, like it, like broke a bunch of sales records. God damn. So well, shout out to Bryce, 26 year old, 330 million dollars, 330 million dollars to your name mm. i can't imagine but thank you to everybody for coming out this week uh another very good episode of rspn we are getting very close to selection sunday uh so with that happening in two weeks we're going to have some more information and uh thoughts on what we expect to see from selection sunday next week um actually yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll bring my guy on man you enjoy your week too because i'm on your ass next week what's you going on more- next week you, you oh, you're gonna be, you fo- better hope, you'll you better, be focused on the heat. You'll be you focused better, on the heat. That's fine. You better hope Wade have a good week, nigga. Oh, he's gonna, have, yo, he's gonna have, have an week, amazing. Oh, he's gonna have an amazing week. Good he's gonna have, have an amazing. a good week, man. And with that, uh, we will be back next week. So we'll see y'all. Yeah.